Hello, everyone. We've got a great webinar, really a, just a good Q&A session planned for tonight about CLO2. I've got Jim Taylor and Wendy Billings. And uh, tonight, we're just going to be doing some Q&A and really getting to the bottom of what chlorine dioxide can do, um, how, how it can for deodorization, for sanitation. We're going to be talking about all of that. And the reason really is because I've had so many questions lately, clients calling uh, for some reason in the last couple of weeks a lot since this whole coronavirus thing, talking about what it can do, maybe what it can't do. So we're going to explore all of that here tonight in just a little bit. Uh, before I really get started, I'm going to do some introductions. But let's do a sound check. Can you guys hear me? You know, we got a lot of you, almost 35 people here right now. Still some guys I see coming in even as I'm talking. Uh, can you guys just let me know that you can hear me? Put into the Demio chat area, yes, or why, or hey, or something. That way that I, I know, there you go, you should, you should see three of us. The webinar is in jest. No, it's not. It's, it's real. <laughs> it is real. So thank you, Kelly. Good. All right, you guys can hear me. So that's perfect. So uh, tonight I've got Wendy Billings, which is with the company Get CLO2. She's been in the cleaning industry for over 20 years. She's been working with CLO2 since uh, 2017. And really, she's built her business really around CLO2 at this point. The name of her company is Healthy Environs LLC. And she's actually located about an hour away from me here in Colorado. And we also have Jim Taylor, which is a world-known CLO2 expert. <laughs> and he has uh, he operates a company sure. called Aces Environmental Services LLC. And uh, really, everybody that I've even, a couple of guys I've talked to, go to him for questions and answers. And that's why I was recommended to go to him for questions and answers on this very subject. So Philip's saying he can't hear me. So that always concerns me. Sometimes maybe Philip, I don't know. Anybody else? Can everybody else hear me? I mean, I need some positive feedback before I can continue. David can hear me okay. Rob can hear me. Eric and about a half a million other people can. So um, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe turn yes, neighbors can hear you. Right. <laughs> oh, there you go. I'm that loud. Jeez. I hope I'm not too loud. Is my mic? So let's let's uh, introduce both of you guys and you guys say hi. Let's do a mic check for for both of you, Wendy. Um, uh, thank hi. you for being on here. And uh, so tell us a little bit about, uh, well, first, let's go ahead and because I've got a few key questions. We're going to probably have some time for Q&A, too, as well. Uh, first thing that I really want to find out about is like CL2 as a, as a product, as a service. What are the things that it's best for? Jim, go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, basically, chlorine, easy questions. chlorine dioxide. <laughs> Chlorine dioxide really came to, to light when we had the anthrax scare. And uh, basically, that was the only chemical in the world that would take care of anthrax. The way I look at it is since the beginning, because chlorine dioxide, our formula of chlorine dioxide is industrial grade. It's not uh, a low PPM. It's one of the highest PPM levels that you can get in a chlorine dioxide. Uh, with that said, uh, basically, when the anthrax came out and chlorine dioxide hit it and killed it, I've always looked at if chlorine dioxide will kill anthrax, everything underneath anthrax is nothing. Right. So, I mean, it's the most dead, deadliest out there, everything. 
but anyway, uh, it's been very hard uh, to talk to people because it's not EPA approved because of the dosage, because of the powder that we use. Uh, our tablets and uh, kits uh, basically are, it either comes in a tablet form, which is low dosage, and uh, then it goes into a kit form, which is high dosage. And because we use a powder, which is the industrial grade product, it's very, very, it has been a uh, uh, hell trying to get an EPA approval. And the only right. way we can do that is actually go to a flake. Now the products that are out there that are flakes to where they have a membrane in the middle, they you know get the little sponge wet and it goes both upside in the membrane the membrane soaks up the water and activates the two chemicals, the acid and uh, the other uh, shit. Sodium chlorine. Sodium chlorine. Yeah. Sodium chlorine. Uh, anyway, it activates those two sides. And then the theory of anybody else's is they want a slow peak. Okay. Right. They want it out there slowly. Well, ours is just the opposite. We want it out there as quickly as possible. For one, you get more dwell time. And that's one thing we're big on is you've got to have that dwell time. <clears throat> We've brought down, say, for a 20 gram in the very beginning, uh, it would take oh, 20 hours to actually gas off the 20 gram in an eight ounce cup with four ounces of water. Well, same with the 500. 500, which is basically our biggest product, uh, would take almost 60 hours, 48 to 60 hours. Well, then we came up with uh, what's called a CO2 efficiency system. And that's actually what it does is activate the water with air. So many bubbles per, uh, per minute. Uh, basically, you have to use one aerator. Uh, some people use two, and what they'll do is they'll bleach out a carpet. Uh, so we have the method, and uh, like I said, it's been a really, really hell trying to promote chlorine dioxide only because there's no EPA approval yet. I mean, we are going after it. Uh, uh, the company that uh, is a manufacturer is really going after it hard this time, uh, and he'll be doing the 500, the 100, and uh, uh, stabilize and our number one product. Uh, but that's uh, where we started, and my sister and I started this over 10 years ago, and uh, we were out, we had our own company. We went to Katrina. We did all the FEMA trailers. Uh, we didn't go into any, any other disaster, <coughs> excuse me, but once we went there and did what we did, more people knew about it, more people wanted to know about it, and so we started going to different chemical companies and doing uh, seminars. And usually each co company would have maybe 20 to 30 people there. So the word started getting out. Well, we found that we can't do that anymore because now it's turned into, if we're gonna train people, we need to train from home. And that's what we do is we train basically around the world. Uh, we've got over 200 members here in the United States, members in Canada, members in uh, Australia, and then 13 other countries around the world. So 
So what what I'm what I want what I want to get out of the way first is still more info about really the things that CO2 CLO2 can do. We talked about anthrax. We okay. didn't really I mean what about other stuff? I mean does cigarette oh, yeah. odor control any, it does any uh, odor that's out there right. we've conquered. I mean okay. from skunk smell to hoarder smell to you know all of the viruses uh, but again it's not EPA approved. Right. Uh, so well, you but if you take uh, any product of CLO2, if you can get 500 ppms out of it, that's an instant kill rate. In other words, as soon as you spray it, it hits the surface, it's dead. It's completely gone. So that's one thing about chlorine dioxide. And what we've done is basically used all the data that's out there you know, to show that CDC knows about it, uh, FDA knows about it. Uh, basically, everybody knows about it but only because we're a powder form, uh, they won't approve it. So we're gonna have to work with that and get it done. But any odor, I'm talking about cigarette odor, Wendy just did a big job uh, where the walls were yellow. I mean, real yellow. And they knocked it out in less than a day. <laughs> and uh, she's got the video the on it. Did the take care of the yellow stain and yeah. the odor? Well, no. what we you, have is called the number one. You can if you want it to. You can if you want it to. So. Uh, our process is using what we have is called number one cleaner. And that has a chlorine dioxide base of uh, 3,000 or 6,000 PPMs and a surfactant that's in it to where it's a patented surfactant. Uh, our company made that up. And basically it takes anything off of walls, uh, stoves, refrigerators, because it's a cleaner it uh, basically we, we clean everything with it windows uh carpets uh, just about anything okay. but uh that's what we use and we haven't it, we our people guarantee their jobs and that's what right. i wanted in the beginning 100 percent guarantee some guys will say if i can't do it and you're not happy we'll give you 200 right. so you know with that that confidence uh, basically, that's what you want because with the confidence you can sell anything. Right, and but, that's from what I've understood. The clients that I've talked to that do CLO two and do it correctly. Correct. I do understand that there's a lot of guys correct. that don't do it the right way. But and, when they do it correctly, you can 100% guarantee any your any odor. Now I understand there's some particulars about urine. Maybe we're going to talk about that in just a few minutes. But before we get into that, I do want to talk a little bit more about the. Uh, the effectiveness of, of, of using this for sanitation. I know from what I understand, and again, what, what, I, what really the purpose of this interview again is more for feedback from, or even questions. And really, you know, like I even told you guys before, just kind of a me, almost from a journalist standpoint, asking you guys, what is this stuff? What does it do? And what's it for? That type of thing. So from what I understand, um, it, it's very, very effective as a sanitizer, obviously for anthrax, from what I understand, it can kill coronavirus. However, you can't claim that. Exactly. Right? It's, not, exactly. it's not on the EPA list. Now, so so knowing that, right, and knowing that it's a very good killer for it, you just can't say to your client or sell it as such. Well, we what have, would you recommend to people to do to as like <laughs> a and uh, and maybe you can answer this for me, Wendy, as like a as we talked about this a little bit before, but as like a uh, a, a series or a protocol or for for going in and taking care of maybe with CLO2 and and you know other means of cleaning 
what quick rundown protocol would you recommend to actually go in and do a sanitation? And of course, you know, like we talked about, uh, there's two different levels. One, maybe you can give us uh, each, you know, one, the, the, the maintenance for, we don't know that anybody has coronavirus here, but, but maybe somebody did. So here's a level, you know, like a smaller level. And then to the full scale, we know somebody had coronavirus. What do we do? So maybe give us the first one, like just the basic maintenance. So I think it's important that people understand our members get a full training from us and we'll answer all the specifics. So for tonight, we're going to go over just very basic protocols, cleaning high touch points. If you have a place that, you know, let's say a bank and they just want to make sure that their clients are safe, there's been no outbreak, there's no confirmed cases, we're just going to go in and sanitize. We go in and you can clean the touch points. You could use a chlorine dioxide cleaner like Jim was talking about. And then what you wanna do is you wanna use an EPA approved product when you fog or electrostatic spray to go in there and give it the proper dwell time and make sure that you're using these on clean surfaces. If the place hasn't been cleaned in two months and there's a layer of dust that has to be removed, but you're going to go in, you're going to clean, you're going to sanitize, and you're basically going to make sure that they understand that you're sanitizing everything to that point. When somebody comes in, there could be recontamination. Our products actually have a residual. One of the products from our sister company has a residual. Now, does that mean that it's going to protect them and someone comes in and they got COVID-19 and they cough? in someone's face, they're not gonna get sick? Absolutely not. But it does provide a level of protection against bacteria and odor causing germs and that, that kind of stuff. Now, when you start getting into confirmed cases, then there's a different protocol. You need to be wearing full PPE to protect yourself. Personally, I would wear that anyway because there's so many cases out there now. Sure. If you wanna go in with full PPE, you're still gonna clean you're still gonna you know, fog or use EPA products. However, you need to have containment and you need to have proper protocol for taking off your gloves, putting stuff on, taping things so that no skin is shown, a bunch of different things like your normal protocols. So I think it's important that if you're gonna get into this field, you, you have to know more than, hey, let's go to John Don or Walgreens and buy some Lysol and go out there and charge people a couple hundred bucks because we're not working right now. And um, <coughs> if somebody wants to join, then we run through those protocols. We're gonna you know, help them get the proper tools uh, to be effectively helping people. Sure. One, thing, one thing we do have is called the TAVS, uh, Technological Vapor System, to where we have, like she was saying, our sister company, basically has a product that is EPA approved. It's a six log kill. Uh, they also have another product that goes with that and leaves a residue. So, you know, you're protected both ways. Well, because we have a system, we don't have to say, you don't tell your customers exactly what you're doing, how, how this is made. All they need to know is I'm using a product that's EPA approved. You can show them the label, the SDS, you can show them everything. 
Now, on a contaminated area, I look at it as hazmat. And basically, I want my people totally safe when they go in. So what we're doing now, and if it is, we just had a guy that uh, he was doing a Girl Scout thing down in Georgia. Well, he found out that there was a child there that had uh, corona. So I immediately pulled him. I said, now you got to look at it as a hazmat. And I said, I don't even want you in there unless you're going to follow the directions and do it right and let those people know that you have to do this. It was, I think the, the room was like 500 square or 5,000 square foot. So he went in there and did a gas off first. The gas of, or the vapor of chlorine dioxide, there is no place it cannot go. None. There's every, every nook and cranny, uh, every everything. It's going to get there. It's the smallest molecule in the world. So what that does, okay, that shows me if they do a gas off, I know they're safe. Now, if it was an EPA-approved product, Basically, you could do a whole gas off and be completely, you could uh, ATP meter every single thing in there and it's going to come out to a zero. Okay, but with the other product, that's where you want that EPA approval. Uh, you can show them the SDS and that's why we have this system. That makes sense? Yeah, that makes sense. That's a good kind of rundown. Um, so, you know, just to maybe in layman's terms, terms for some of the guys listening just to recap from what i understand and correct me again if i'm wrong um you know for for a basic situation you're going to go in and treat it you're going to clean it and then you're going to maybe treat it with clo2 first and then do the sanitizer or the other way around does it really matter which which no way you do it? really with the corona if it's a contaminated area somebody had it there and you know about it Right, then you go case. in and you do a gas off only i mean it's twofold one it protects our people because mm -hmm. every they know right. everything's dead and right. two it sanitizes every nook and cranny now right. we can go ahead and use the other part of the system and use that epa product that way it's approved right. and nobody can say anything right a couple questions that have just come through here one of them even asking like where else can you get chlorine dioxide? You know, and I've, I've had a couple of guys, I don't re remember if you if you all even told me this, but I know one of my clients I talked to today said, well, yeah, John Don sells the stuff, but it's not good. It's not the good stuff. You no, know, they sell no. stuff. There is stuff that you can get, uh, but you really got to be careful and you really got to get educated about what you're getting when you get that. Um, Ron's asking, when you do all of this, would you put a blower in the room if you're no. gassing or not really? No. 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 You're not really. How about any, negative any, air? Any, I heard that any, you might... Anytime you're doing a room, you always want the HVAC system on. Right. Uh, reason for that is in the beginning, uh, we didn't have HVAC systems going. So after we were done, somebody would have to go back in, clean out the HVAC, uh, the ductwork, and uh, you know it. It was like uh, stupid doing two things at one time. I right. mean, there's no reason why we can't sanitize the ductwork, the blowers everything like that. If it's a smoke job, yeah, the blower's got to be taken off. The shroud's got to be clean because of the nicotine buildup. The fins inside mm -hmm. the blower have got to be cleaned. That way, when you're uh, doing a smoke job or any type of odor job, especially curry, burnt beans, fire, uh, uh, kitchen fire, a lot of smoke, basically that's the only way you can get rid of the total thing 
rather than just part of it. And that's what we want. We want the total picture done. You sense? know, and to answer your question, John, you can get products, um, you know, at John Bonner on Amazon, but those are commercial or consumer grade. They're designed right. to be sold to masses and they're designed to be foolproof so you don't bleach carpets or you don't do anything. Right. The problem is, is when you take out all the power, you also take out all the power. So right. um, we sell in an industrial grade and we train people on how to use it so they're not bleaching carpet. I've never bleached a carpet. You just got to follow the protocol. And some of the questions that I see being asked are, protocol questions and things that if they were to sign up with us, we we have documentation, we have videos, and we have phone calls to make sure that you're doing it right. So Right. You need to be doing it right. So speaking of, well, too, I wanted to make sure that I mentioned this, some of the guys that are, and I understand that if you're not wanting to clean because you're concerned for you, your health, your safety, your employee safety, I get it. And if you're probably concerned, then you probably shouldn't be cleaning. You know, right? But but the the neat thing, like we even said about a system like this, if you already are trained for it, um, and, and and God forbid that this still be going on for months and months, but it who knows? But but something like this could happen again in the future. But you go and you bring in the equipment, and your biggest exposure is maybe talking to the client, but maybe you can do that over the phone. You know, then you come in and you wear, wear PPE, you put down the equipment, and it starts working, and now your exposure is really gone. Right. right, you're you're knocking that down, and you don't really have that. Now you can safely move about the office, the building, wherever it is, you know, whatever it may be. So that's not a an issue really more anymore at that Correct. point. Correct. Um, so uh, let's talk about. So I've heard from some, and maybe too, you can you can maybe clarify this. It's not always ClO two is not always good for pet urine, or or if it is, there's something else that you have to do in conjunction <laughs> with the system, or what happens with that. I'll let no, it's amazing for Europe. Oh, it's amazing. Okay. Okay. It's the best I've ever found. And to tell a very short story, I tried to get a carpet cleaner involved. Took me two and a half years to get him to even try it. And he finally got a job that he was just fed up with, frustrated with. And he called me up and said, how do I use it? And I told him and he called me like an hour later and he says, I'm a freaking idiot signed up and that's pretty much all he uses now. So neat, neat. So, uh, Sean is asking Sean Bissione. He's a, he's an instructor. I seriously instructor. He's asked, it's the same Sean. I don't see his last name. Hey Rob, we got Rob Decker on the line too. We can ask him some questions. Um, is PPE needed? And, And yes. And so basically which, what kind of PPA is PPE is needed? What's he well, talking about for for using which product? For for CO two with I guess gassing and and liquid. So gassing full respirator. I wear gloves. Um, you want to protect your clothes because if you get that powder on your clothes, it will bleach. Um, if you're using most of the other products, like Jim was talking about, the number one cleaner and stuff like that, you don't have to wear gloves, but I personally do because I'm dealing with nicotine and urine and I'm more worried about those things than I am our product. Uh, so. And Sean's mentioning with an organic respirator, yeah, not a yeah, P100. Want the right. organic gas and acid vapor, or I, I'm sorry, I, I twisted that around. 
uh, organic vapor and acid gas mask for this this particular it's product. Pink and yellow one. In the uh, you want to do that in the gas form, and if you are forcing the regular tablet or liquid into uh, a liquid, then you want the gas when you're with the mask when you're applying it. Um, the stabilized version, however has been formulated such that you can put it on a textile and it takes literally days for it to remove color, but it's one of the strongest oxidizers that we know of. And so what it does is it gives us that magic time where we can introduce stabilized chlorine dioxide into a piece of carpet. And I've got one right here. You gotta remember with a rug, there are three sides to every rug, guys, three sides. There's the front side, there's the back side, and then there's the inside, those woven fibers. And that's what's important. Your treatment, if you've been to the odor control class of the IICRC, you know that there are two rules. Number one is you need to remove the source of the odor. So in urine, when we're talking about the foundation of a rug or we're talking about the backing of a carpet, we are flushing the toilet, okay, it's been used as a toilet. We're flushing the toilet with water and getting all of that urine and all of the salt residues out as much as we can with water. And then when the water begins to run clear through the extraction process, then we mix up our stabilized, we pour it on, we don't spray it on, we pour it on because it has to go to all sides of the fabric, you know, everything. And then once we achieve that, we go two to three hours, two hours is about right. And then you extract that out and speed dry. You don't want to leave it wet too long. Extract well and thoroughly. Make sure that you don't miss a spot because I did that on somebody's carpet one time, had to come back for it, you know, because I have bleached carpet with it before, both mm -hmm. in testing and out in the field. So mm -hmm. it has happened. Um, I bleached somebody's towel I went into a house one time, did a gas off. They wasn't thinking. They took, you know, they took a shower that morning, hung their towel on the towel rack and left. And I came in and did the gas off. Everything went fine except for I bleached their towel out, you know. And the reason why is that when the gas hits liquid, it becomes hydrogen peroxide, you know what I mean? And, and a very strong hydrogen, very, very concentrated. And so uh, that is, uh, uh, you know, what you, you have to touch that. I don't urine. think it becomes hydrogen peroxide. I think it just oxidizes too quickly. It, it, it's, yeah, it's an oxidizer-like peroxide is what I meant to say. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, and during the flush, it's always cold water. And then in stabilized, when you buy it like I do, which is in powder form, I mix it up in room temperature water. That becomes my concentrate. And then that constant drink goes into the hottest water I can get uh, and, and then gets applied to the textile. So that's, that's the way that goes. And how often do you end up using this on like rugs and carpets? Like most of the deodorization jobs? Yeah, every day. Every wow. day. It's my go-to. You know, it's, it is the silver bullet that I've been waiting for all of my career. Wow. Uh, that, you know, the, the last thing that we used, you know, the last year's products, were um, uh, sodium percarbonate and sodium uh, uh, perborate, which is OSR, uh, you know. And so the problem with that is it left a really bad, nasty 
powdery residue that you had to go back and vacuum the tar out of. Or it bothers whatever. your eyes. Yeah, and God forbid that it was a dark carpet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, it, it's it, this leaves zero residue. Okay. Uh, it's it's just the, it's it's the silver bullet. If there is one, this is it. That's what I've got to say about it. Good. So Rick Good. asked about vital oxide. So yeah. it is a stabilized chlorine dioxide. It is at a much lower uh, ppm. So guys, when you look at the list of EPA products, I think it's really important to understand Lysol's on there. This is yeah, not right. a hard to kill virus yeah, in right. general, relatively speaking. The problem <laughs> is, is people are not reading the dwell time and the proper procedures. There has to be a cleaning and there has to be a dwell time. So something like, um, like Lysol, it's four minutes. And and I could be misquoting, so if I'm off by a couple minutes, but I mean, my point is, is that when, when you talk about just bleach and water, yes, they say that kills it too, but you gotta leave it on there 10 minutes. Like who right. the heck wants bleach water on anything they own for 10 minutes? Right. So. Vital oxides on the list. I'm not speaking ill of it. I actually have seen some very good applications of it, but it's not really what we're talking about here today. Uh, I so. think Rick, because Rick does like the full blown ClO2 treatments as well. I think for what he's saying is to use that in conjunction to a system like yours or to the full blown oh, system. Yeah, just to cover your butt, just to be able to check that box off and say, I put down an EPA registered product. Right? Absolutely, so and every business about. has to make their own um, decision on whether or not they want to get involved and right. whether or not they're getting involved. Um, I just want to be here to answer questions about our products and kind of dispel myths. And, um, sure. and it looks like I'm someone sure. posted a link for the cartridge, so that's good. good. Thank I'm you, David. To find the... Uh, that EPA list here. We'll talk about that in just a second. Cause you know, we talked about that a little bit ago. There's some like gray areas of maybe even, well, the one that Rick mentioned was actually on the list, but there's other products that are gray area products that have components of things that are in chlorine dioxide. And if you, if you put those down, you're sort of kind of okay, but maybe not. And that's one of those gray areas. Um, I mean, because I'm going to go ahead and show you guys my screen and we'll even talk about that because I think that's important to think about here. Well, let's use vital oxide. Okay, so there's an example. So when you pull this up in this, this second column here, it says the active ingredient. Well, the first mm -hmm. one says hydrogen peroxide, right? Right. So, so you can't look at that and go, oh, any product that has hydrogen peroxide is an EPA approved product. It right. is not only, or like if we're using vital oxide, it says chlorine dioxide and it has a, a quat product with it. But the EPA has said that particular product with that much chlorine dioxide and that much quat and everything else all make up this particular product and it's EPA approved because it's proven to kill um the cat virus or i don't know some other virus that's harder to kill so that's how it got on the list so i can't assume that just because something has ingredients that says chlorine dioxide or, or quantitative whatever right that, 
that product is EPA approved. So I think it's really important that people understand that. Now, if they choose to use that and they're comfortable in their own business doing it, they're kind of doing that at their own risk. It's kind of like the example I give is doing taxes. I know people that write off every single thing in the world and they're comfortable with that. And other people are like, no, 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 I don't even want to fudge into that gray area. So you right. just have to decide for yourself where you're at. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because like David's saying too, the EPA is just like for you guys and for chlorine dioxide, they're saying you pay us or you're not approved, right? Yeah, we know <laughs> so for a fact it'll kill product. it. There's not a doubt right. in my mind that chlorine dioxide is overkill for this. But right. I'm not going to go treat a nursing home with it because if right. something happens, I'm not using an EPA approved product. Right. Or, or if you do use an EPA product, uh, approved product with it or, or, right. or after it or, right. you know, after it would probably be better because then at first you're really killing it. And the EPA product is just to check that box off and say you did. Correct. That's exactly. the way I feel about it. Right. That's the way I feel about it. So, okay. Well, let me get back to, let's see, I'll go ahead and stop sharing my screen. There we go. So, let me see here. We'll we'll be able to probably take a few more questions here in just a minute. So we've talked about some of the gray areas. We've talked about, uh, yeah, we, and like we've talked about, this was used on anthrax in Senator Kerry's office and, you know, and, and definitely a Mulder mediation situations and all kinds of voter situation. Uh, Rob was talking about how he uses it for rugs and carpets. Um, I know that it's it's used a lot of the times, too, in fires, after fires and things like that. Um, we talked about some of the safety precautions. Uh, what about, and I know there's a big safety precaution for making sure there's nothing wet on fabrics. And like right. Sean mentioned too, is there a safety precaution on metal or anything like that that we need to know about? On the, water, on the water, uh, anything that's wet, it will bleach it out if you do a gas off. Anything. Okay. Like Rob was saying, a towel. I couldn't tell you how many times you know, uh, basically my sister would go in and ask the customer, have you done any laundry? Have you taken a shower? Have you done this or done that? And if they say yes, then they have to sign a waiver saying, okay, we're not liable if you're not telling us everything. Right. Just like if you're hanging waiver regardless. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, yeah. uh, recently we do. And I always check their washer. I check their dryer. Yeah. I check a lot of times people leave dish rags and they'll be wet. So I just put them on their back porch or something. Right. As far as metal, unfinished metal, um, it can cause a little bit of, um, what do you, would you call that? Corrosion maybe or rusting, yeah. oxidizing. Yeah. Um, so I have people that have like bronze statues, something like that. I would have them take those out. But I mean, for the most part, most of the metal we have in our house is all treated. Gotcha. You know. Where right. it won't, won't hurt it. Yeah, like right. fence and duck fence and stuff. That's all fine. Good. So, um, and anything else? I mean, like everything in the refrigerator is fine. The seals on the refrigerator are fine. Correct. Nope. Uh, basically, where ozone comes in, uh, you know, it can harm. Uh, now all of the ozones are coming out to where you put them in your home. You put them in your HVAC system. Uh, basically it's harmful. I don't care what anybody says. I know damn well it's hard, harmful, but, uh, that's, that's the name of the game. But where chlorine dioxide comes in, 
Uh, I just lost my train of thought. You asked me something. Well, it doesn't harm any plastics or oh. rubber or metal, okay. anything like that. Okay. Any type of plants. Yeah. When you're doing a gas off, the only only product you have to be concerned about is a 500 gram. That's the heaviest we have. Then you have to either take plants out or you want to cover them with uh, plastic, usually three mil plastic. Like you got a lot of people got those big uh, pots with one of those palm trees coming out, you know, big, big, big stuff. Basically, all you got to do is tarp it. You're good to go. Fish tanks, same way. You tarp it. You turn off your aerator, which they can live for almost nine hours without the aerator. So you're good there. You just tarp it. Uh, fireplaces, you tarp it, cover it so that chlorine dioxide tarp gas. Tarp it meaning tape it sealed shut. Correct. Not correct. just throw something over the just to be I clear. mean, there's protocols for apartments, condos, homes, uh, offices. Uh, it's it's something that you cannot. I know in the beginning, so many people wanted me to write a book. I said that book is going to be changed 50 times in a month. Yeah. So I can't. I, there's no way I could do it. So we went to videos. At least a video you can change, keep that same video, or if it's changed, you make a new video. That's a heck of a lot easier than uh, writing books all the time. Right. Right. Good. So uh, let's talk. I uh, talk with one of my actually one of my clients is actually on here. I won't mention his name because I don't know if he wants me to. But uh, we talked today about uh, giving like a certificate of cleaning, like after mm -hmm. you're done, yeah. or even certificate of sanitation or something. Letting them letting letting somebody know, especially you know after a doctor's office, they're really concerned and they want to be able to show their employees or just to, again sometimes to check it off and say they did. Um, can you talk a little bit about that and the benefit of that and what's involved with that? Go ahead. Um, so the benefit, I mean, I've used it for cars, RVs. Anytime somebody's trying to sell something, it's right. very helpful because, you know, you've got this house and you, the realtor now says, look, we professionally had this house sanitized and this was before even the COVID-19, even I think even more now, so it's gonna be more important. And you can take a before and an after ATP meter, which is a, a, a meter that measures cleanliness. It doesn't tell what, if there's a virus or anything like that, but it measures cleanliness and you can't clean everything off of the surface and just only leave viruses. You know what yeah. I mean? So if I've cleaned right. it for all the bacteria, there's, you know, it goes without saying viruses are there. So you show that and you show how your product sanitized it. And then they can show that to people. And I know if I was buying a new house, knowing everything that I know, you know, it's like, ew, I'd want that. So let's talk oh, about prices for that. Maybe you're, you're going in and you're doing uh, sanitization on a 3,000 square foot house. And you're gonna, square. What are you going to charge? Dollar square foot? Dollar square foot. Three grand, if it's, huh? If it's... If it's well, again, it, it depends on where you are. Right. Uh, and what you're what, doing. Exactly. Yeah. If it's just the gas off, I mean, you can go down. It depends on the customer. Do they have the money to pay for that? Do you want to do a uh, like a, a little bit of gift type thing to where if they can't afford it, you still, you still can do it, mainly because you're there for a matter of 15 minutes, a 3,000 square foot house you can get that set up in less than a half an hour. So once you start gassing it off, 
basically you go away for eight hours, come back, you're picking up those uh, buckets, and that's another 15, 20 minutes. So your labor time is nothing compared nice. to that compared to the other. And the other products basically are like Wendy says, I call it a mom and pop product. Uh, the lower PPM values, the Starbright and uh, all the other products that are out there. But anyway, with those products, you've got so much labor time by setting those up. Uh, we can take one of our 500s and equal to uh, is 22 of the of the uh, Procure. It's 22 of those cups. So I'm talking about one bucket versus 22 of those cups, and we do the same thing, and much, mm -hmm. much less time, labor, and all that kind of stuff. Nice. So that's the way we look at it. Sure, for sure. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to go ahead. We'll go ahead and give everybody your link right now. I think Wendy already put it up there. So uh, what we're going to mention as well, I'll put the link up there again, that if anybody was interested in contacting them about any of this, again, uh, the main purpose of this webinar was, and they were so gracious to come on and give us some good information about CLO2, was just to find out the ins and outs about this. At the same time, we do want to give them a quick commercial, you know, for the for the thank you of being able to come on to do this. Uh, but so we do thank you guys for coming on here. We'll take a couple more questions here, here in just a minute. But there's their link. They also had a uh, special that I think they're accepting four more people into their program, and they will actually get give them a discount um, of is it two hundred fifty dollars off the initial membership? Was that what it was or? No, it's uh, five. So the normal annual membership is a thousand dollars a year, gotcha. and the next four people that join, if they say the word Hitman to me, then I will give it to them at uh, five hundred dollars off of that if Correct. they buy the startup bundle. Correct. Now, let's say that twenty people join up, which would be fantastic. Let's say twenty of them do. The first four get it at five hundred, and then. After that, it's 250 off um, gotcha. the membership. Um, so, one thing we do not do, and I will not do, is one, I will not sell to John Don. I won't sell to Ramsco, Interlink Supply. They all tried years ago, and I just wouldn't do it. That's my thing. On, I was an end user when I started this, so why not benefit the end users rather right. than the corporations? There you go. Uh, I like that. And that uh, that's that's the way it's going to be, and I, you know, from uh, our manufacturer, uh, basically it was given to me saying, okay, let's see what you can do with chlorine dioxide. You're it, and uh, basically it took a lot because my boss basically he didn't know all of the different things he's going to do. So you know we were in a, a twilight zone on well how do we do this or how do we do that? What can we do? What can't we do? So it's taken a lot of years, but my biggest thing and is we've safety. created problems or products for our yeah. industry that said hey we need an end cap carpet cleaner so we went to the manufacturer and got one good good so then the other big question is you know somebody that's part of your program do you guys have stuff in stock oh yeah <laughs> chlorine dioxide in stock okay and stuff that, yeah. that's good that's always good and enough. even right now i mean we we have a product called uh, 101 102s and it's a dry product 
and you can put that in uh, areas, uh, homes, in their HVAC system. And what that does is it creates a clean, uh, sanitized air. Right. So it lasts 90 days. Uh, now, with what's going on now, we brought that down to 75 days. Not because it's any different or anything like that. I just want to make damn sure that, you know, we do have, we can take the test and for 75 days, it'll be absolutely perfect. 100% right. clean air nice. to where after that starts falling off the chart, not heavily, but just enough to where I'm not comfortable with it. Nice. So, you know, we want to make sure like a home, a healthy home. Uh, we've got people with cancer. They don't have an immune system. So with our treatment going in, sanitizing, having those 102s in there, cleans the air, and their immune system gets built up much, much, much faster. And it's the same with the flu. You know, now that the corona has opened up people's eyes. Yeah. I mean, last year we started the infectious control. We didn't know this was going to happen this year. But we just started it and, you know, got all of the information, got people certified. And uh, now it's, it's paying off for them. But the big thing is now it opens a door and opens people's eyes as really I need this uh, sanitized all year round. How many people get colds? How many people die from colds, right. uh, right. flus, all that kind of stuff to where now it will open up people's eyes and uh, you're doing it all the time. Same with schools, daycare centers, any of those type places. And when one all thing that we done, this could be a great thing for the cleaning industry. Absolutely. Everybody needs absolutely. to understand. I mean, not 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 still that I wanted it or that any of us should have should have wanted it by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But when it when it's all said and done, this could be a thing that's gonna open up people's eyes more to how Correct. beneficial cleaning is. For the Correct. people that are educated, again, get get trained on this, get educated on this stuff and and that was, you know, again, even the whole reason why I wanted to talk to you guys and find out some of this stuff. So what uh, other questions? Thing, go ahead. Let me, let, one thing that we do not do is saturate. Any of our members have a, they're not franchise. They're not, it just depends on the person or the company. Are you out there to work or are you out there just to make a few bucks and just go on your way? Right. If you're, you mean saturate the market, meaning we don't put three people in a small town. Right. Yeah. Good. Good so. deal. So what other questions do you guys have? If you have any other questions about CL2, CLO2 or, or anything, we'll give you guys just another minute. Otherwise, we'll go ahead and call the webinar to a close here in just a second. Um, we will have the recording, provided the recording turned out well with the internet and webinars, you never can say for sure. But from what I can tell, it looks like it probably turned out okay. Uh, but we will have the recording up. I'll put it up in the cleaning marketing board. And then to Wendy, Jim, if you guys want to share this recording at all, I'll give you the master. You can share it with whoever you want to share it with too. Sure. So that'd be great as well. So, so, uh, so it looks like, um, so, buy CLO2 and get CLO2. Jim is buy CLO2 and I am get CLO2. Um, currently I am the one taking members at this point and I'm the trainer um, for anyone wanting to join. I am, he's like my umbrella, so I'm directly under him. Uh, if there's a question I don't know the answer to, I go to Jim. So 
you have us both. It's just Jim can only talk to so many people. And, and so we had, we had to expand on uh, trainers. Wow. So instead of doing that, I wanted our people, the ones that really, really know what the heck they're doing, can really understand and train. Basically, I'm making them distributors. So they sell their own product. They make a little bit of profit off of it. But, you know, it's just like what, what I do. Well, it opens up a door for our members to where, you know, they can make a different, uh, better profit all year round rather than just, uh, you know, in, in uh, December or in January. It's usually dead. But with our process, that's what I've been working on so long is I don't want my guys or ladies or whatever. I want them to be able to work all year round and get an income instead of starving for those two months and then have to make everything up down the road. But uh, that's what we do. And uh, I think we do it well. But Wendy, uh, we've got another three distributors that's going to be coming on. And they're in strategic places throughout the United States. <clears throat> so, you know, the closer somebody is like you and Wendy are an hour apart. Well, if you had a problem or something like that, how you go to lunch or have a cup of coffee or, you know, get trained better. But all of our members are there to help one another. We have a Facebook page. And I got to say, it has been a real bear in the very beginning to get the guys out that want to create havoc or drama and all this other kind of stuff. But my thing is I want the perfect team. And I feel we have a perfect team because every single member, if they see a question on the Facebook page, they'll answer it. I mean, immediately. So that helps a bit. I mean, I can sit on Facebook and just look and watch and somebody's asking a question. Well, I'll leave it alone. I won't answer it. Boom, 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 boom. Four guys that already answered it. And that's what the whole team is about. Uh, even if you are close in Tennessee, we've got a few people that are close to each other. Really, nobody has ever bid against another job, uh, the same two people. But all of those people are friends and all of those people help one another. If somebody's out of a 500 and they got a 500, you know, say a, a skunk job, and they don't have a 500 in stock, they'll call one of the other guys, hey, can you meet me halfway? They'll do it, they got the 500, they do the job. So that's where the team comes in. And that's really hard to keep, but we're gonna keep it that way. Neat, neat. So and a couple of questions that I saw come up, people ask, uh, what is the startup package? When I first joined, I remember sitting around for a couple of days trying to figure out what should I buy? Do I need this? How many of those do I need? So I put together a kit that has all the basic supplies. I don't have anything like specialized like end cap cleaner because not everyone cleans carpet, but it has an overall cleaner and, and the 102s and things that we've already discussed here today. It's just a kit to get you started and then you can add to that as you go along and there's a discount given if you buy it like that. Um, People ask how it's different than other things. It's just all about concentrations levels. We're industrial strength and we provide training. We have a marketing team that we use. We have um, brochures. We just, a lot of it is in training, you know? And somebody asked about the Facebook group. You join, you get into the Facebook group. 
Facebook group, but it is a private group. It's designed for our members to help each other, not to, you know, um, just educate the public in general. That way our members have a little bit of an advantage over their competition. So, um, Several people are asking for your email. Should they just go to your website, Wendy? Yeah, they can. I'll put it so on get there. clo2.com. Um, her phone number is on the website. I think that's what we had talked about. In the comments. My phone number's in the comments. The site's in the comments. Um, now my email's in the comments. So, um, yeah, just I'll answer your questions if they didn't get answered here. Um, John, I really appreciate the opportunity to, to get chlorine dioxide out there because you know what it, for me, it built itself. It built my business and it's hundred percent guarantee. When was the last time anybody did that? Right. And a lot I of mean, times people don't believe it. So I make them watch my 50 year nicotine video and they see that disgusting job and they go, Okay, I guess you can do mine. So, do that. Uh, yeah, this is uh, the, one of the best ways, one of the best decisions I ever made to diversify my business, not to starve in the winter and to have things do, going all year long. And realtors really, really love chlorine dioxide because they get these houses all the time. I can't sell this place. Would you smell it? And I can go in there and I can tell them, look, you know, it's not cheap. I'm going to charge you a dollar a square foot, but I'm going to guarantee that it's done. So this right. is one of the best ways to diversify your business uh, that you're ever going to have the opportunity to join, period. Yeah. Yeah. You can do, you know, the odor side, you can do pet urine, you can do uh, skunk. Uh, dead animal you can do like body cleanup whatever that's called trauma you can do um, that kind uh, of stuff uh, unattended death unattended yeah. death or trauma yeah know. any of that yeah. stuff i mean it's pretty wicked yeah very neat and like i mentioned i mean one of the things that got me interested in this a few of my coaching clients have just been asking me like can you help me you know, get, get some letters out, you know, for this type of thing. So that's why I started getting interested in finding out about this. But all of them tell me that uh, it's one of the best services you could do, especially for deodorization and even for sanitation and things like that. So I'm, I'm and, excited. And sky's the limit of what you can charge, too. That, right. That's the beautiful part because you can guarantee your work. Sky's the limit. It's it's what, you know, what 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 can I charge? Let, let me let me think about that, you know. Right. It's, uh, but you don't have to charge high profits or high prices to make a good profit either because right. because the products are not outrageously priced. I mean, right. there's a good profit margin in all of it mm -hmm. because you don't yep. have to use four gallons of something to get rid of urine. You're using eight ounces. Right. And uh, I think the last, uh, the last time I bought 500 gram kits, they were like 55 bucks for per bucket. Okay. So let's do it. Let's do a 2000 square foot home at a gram per square foot. Okay. So we have five buckets going. I have yeah, $250 in there and I'm $2,000. You know, I mean, that's the, and a little bit of time. Hardly you know, any labor. Maybe, yeah. Maybe a little wipe down, but I charge extra if I'm going to wipe down. That's the service I do before we gas off. And so those right. are extra charges. But 
So uh, yeah, it's it's astounding. It really is. It's it's helped my business uh, survive. Neat. Very very cool. Well, thank you so much, guys. We've given the links a few times, and the uh, phone numbers. We'll have the replay up in just a little while. Maybe we'll put the same links up there too when we put the replay up. But thank you, Wendy. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Jim. We can only have three guys on the time at a time. So I know everybody up at the same time. (laughs) That was weird. But thank you, Jim. Thank you guys. All right. Uh, Look forward to talking to you guys. Thanks again, John. Great night. Bye-bye.